In some small way, every guest that comes and goes from the Hotel Lortono has changed my life. I learned a little bit from every single one of them, whether it be intellectually or in some other deep personal sense. This is the life of a bellboy, rubbing elbows with the rich and famous at one of the nicest hotels in all of Central America. Little did I know, however, that the greatest experience was yet to come, that a mysterious figure would walk through those luxurious lobby doors and change my life forever. Before any of that, however, there was still one terrifying person that I needed to meet, a brutal and ruthless man who would send a chill of nervous apprehension down your spine with a single word from his villainous mouth. I'm here for the conference, comes the gravelly phrase in a thick Russian accent. I look over to see the front desk manager checking in a rather large, imposing gentleman. He's tall and bald, wearing a long, dark jacket that's just barely appropriate for the balmy weather. I can clearly see that one of the hands he rests on the front counter is actually a sharp hook, and I try not to stare, but the man catches me. By the time I glance away, it's already too late. Ah, I see that you noticed my hand, the man says, or lack of a hand. I shake my head while my boss stares daggers into me. No, sir. Oh, the Russian man asks, clearly not buying it for a second. You know, it's not kind to lie to someone who's spending as much money as I am at your hotel. I didn't notice, I tell him, my heart beating hard in my chest. The man suddenly places his hook under my chin horizontally and lifts my face up to look him directly in the eyes. Are you going to lie to me again, or should I find a new hotel at which to host my environmental conference? I may be terrified, but my boss is even more upset right now, doing everything that he can to hold himself together. He tries to interject. Sir, I'm so sorry about this. The Russian man turns to my boss, the front desk manager. Did I ask you? My boss shakes his head, and the villainous man turns back to me. Now then, I'll ask you one last time. Were you staring at my hook? I gulp hard against the metal that rests under my neck. Yes, I was. A smile slowly crosses my assailant's face, and he lowers the hook. Good, good. I like an honest bellboy. You'll carry my things up to the suite. Yes, sir, I nod. Very good. I start to turn away to grab the man's bags, but he stops me almost immediately. Aren't you going to shake my hook? Are we not men? I stare at the Russian and then down at his silver hook, which glints under the lobby lights as he holds it out towards me. I take the metallic loop in my hand and shake it, trying to be as normal about this entire situation as possible. I'm Tudwig Cobbler, says the man with a smile, and you are? John Marks, I tell him. I'll take your bags now. I pick up the man's two large duffel bags and carry them down the hallway towards the elevators while my boss stares daggers into my back. When the elevator doors finally close behind me, I feel a strange sense of relief wash over me, thankful to finally be away from such an awkward situation. I look up and watch the light blink higher and higher towards the penthouse suite on the hotel's top floor, where Mr. Cobbler is staying. Suddenly, though, the elevator stops and the doors open. Moments later, a large and incredibly handsome brontosaurus enters the elevator, wearing a sharply cut suit and a warm but serious smile across his face. Going up, the dinosaur asks. I nod and suddenly realize how odd this is. It is very, very rare for someone to join the elevator mid-lift and then continue upward. In fact, of all the time I have been working here at Hotel Lortono, I don't know if it has ever happened to me. Looks like we're headed to the same place, the dinosaur says smugly. What are the chances, I offer? 
There's a moment of silence between us as my brain starts flooding with all sorts of bizarre theories about what could possibly be going on. It doesn't last long, though. 